what's 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 the scenario? Okay. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast known as Make Play. I am Jimmy Stein. I'm Nick Ragusa. And today, of all days, we're gonna talk to you about the stuff we've been making and the games we've been playing. Ah, we graduated a while ago, Indeed. so and I have a full-time job now, so I haven't done shit. I have also been working a lot, yeah. so I've been doing uh, not shit as well. Yeah. If the, so the weird thing is, like, we've the, I think we started this podcast at a really interesting time because it was right in the deep throes of the end of school for us, uh-huh. and now it's kind of like we, we're transitioning into, like, this new phase, and everybody can just hear it. Live on, yeah. well, not live on the internet, but on the internet. It's, it's like, like a I, document. It's like if I took my pants off in public. It's um, oddly arousing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and transformative. <laughs> <laughs> a metamorphosis of... Uh, nudity? Anyway, yep. so yeah, we're, we're huh. doing weird stuff now. I mean, because the thing is, like, make play... I don't know. Like, I do stuff at work, obviously. I make creative things. Mm. Um... But, like, I can't really talk about any of it, <laughs> which is new. I mean, I could talk about some of it. Um, yeah. I also can't really talk too much about the work that I do, but needless to say, it's it's interesting. I don't know. It's it's not gamey, though, which yeah. is unfortunate. Yeah, it's not, yeah. Uh, I can say that uh, I'm thinking about entering a festival that's actually coming up soon. I got to do this. I gotta, there's a festival called Come Out and Play in mm. Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, where I live and it's just about it's like a street games little mini festival at night or like mm-hmm. during the day and they have like an after dark thing that's like more adult oriented I guess mm-hmm. uh, and I thought I thought it was just like really fun to like come up with it because one of my favorite things about making games is that it can be done so easily like look at tic-tac-toe everybody knows how to play it everyone's played a shitload of tic-tac-toe in their lives no one says it's a great game but literally all you had to do was draw four lines in the sand to be like, I am this shape, you're that shape. If you get three in a row, you win. Yeah. It's, it's like so simple. Very simple setup. And you can just create something that enters culture forever. Yeah. You know, it's so weird. It's so, like when you were trying to design that elevator game in school. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elevator clap is a classic. I still play it to myself sometimes. <laughs> um, so Fiona and I on the bus home, like, um, like probably almost a month ago when we went back to New Jersey for the weekend, I was like, this would be a fun thing to do on a bus. It's just like spitball some ideas for a game to play outside, like a small field game. Mm-hmm. And so we came up with a little old game called Chakatumi. Have I told you about this at all? I, you may have. I don't remember. So it involves uh, super soakers. Uh, you haven't told me about this. Oh, what is this? Boy. Oh, I'm so excited. We gotta play it. I really, <laughs> hope, right. I really hope it gets in. It might be a little difficult space-wise because uh, it requires at least, at least four people, but the more the merrier. I'd say like if you had teams of, teams of four five people five would probably be good like a 10 person mm. game like a 5v5 i thing. see um and i guess it could be somewhat unbalanced at that stage but it should be even and um i'm trying to remember the specifics a lot of it would just have to be play tested to be honest to like give you hard numbers but essentially the way it works is everybody draws uh, a picture um on a card in the first for the there are three rounds in the first round everybody gets cards and you draw i think it's everybody just draws like two images on their cards and you get like five minutes to do this uh they all get put into the deck in the middle shuffled around 
and then both teams draw equal amounts of cards. So maybe you got one that your team drew, maybe you got one that the other team drew, and you got some combination of those because uh, you're drawing okay. from the pool that everybody's drawn on. All right. Um, at that point, uh, you go into like the, the round proper where you have to draw as many of those images, like recreate them within like, I don't know, like a, a deep, like a recognizable clarity in chalk um, before time runs out. And you're also given squirt guns. <laughs> so it's like if five of us, if there are five of us, we get like maybe three pieces of, or like as many, as much chalk as you want, uh -huh. but like uh, maybe like only three squirt guns or something. Okay. And the other team would also have the same setup. And so you just have to like, you have a canvas that's on your side and there's a canvas on their side and you can only draw it in that space. And so someone is just like frantically trying to draw sh random shit as fast as they can while the other team is trying to like squirt it away with the squirt guns <laughs> and like just fucking erase it on the spot. And like you can't draw under like, it's hard to draw on like wet sidewalk depending on how watery it is. Uh, and then it's just like madness for like five minutes. And the, the pieces have to be like discernible and recognizable from one another. Uh, and yeah. That sounds absolutely hilarious and like so maybe the strategy is that you just have like you just have guys you're not you don't even bother like you have one guy just trying to like erase all their shit but mm -hmm. the other two people are just like guarding the people drawing so that no one tries to like walk up on them and fuck with their drawings like they're like just squirting at you not even at the drawing oh i see there's like a lot of different ways you can play or maybe you just have someone who's like a human shield and it's just that like is that just, is like, such a funny example it. of just like, hey, play this game where you try to recreate this, but also here are squirt guns. Yeah, now right? use them as you see fit. <laughs> and then the second round, I want to say we had, uh, we I, I don't remember if I wrote it down. Fiona would probably have a better recollection of their different rounds. One of them was draw as much as you can two minutes. The other one was like, uh, you can only everybody just draws one thing. Um, oh, I see. So there's like multiple rounds, different levels different, of complexity, like, like mini games. Yeah, like just a somewhat different nuances in the, the way it's drawn. So there's like an interesting thing that goes along. Oh, I see. And then I think the last round was like, just draw as much stuff as you want. Like, there's no like card requirement here. Oh, like, fun. so you could just draw. You would spend like the full like five minutes drawing one thing and making it really complex. And oh, yeah, there's also I think in like the second round you or maybe the first round you draw stuff and it's just like an even swap like you have to draw what we drew in on the cards and like so they get all of your cards and you get all the other team's cards oh that's cool so like, like you're one. drawing explicitly to fuck them up in the second round it's like a combined pool where you're trying to like prop try and fuck them up but not so bad that if you get it it's gonna be bad yeah yeah and there's there are more cards present also so you have to work faster and in the third round it's just like a free-for-all so i could spend like 10 minutes drawing this but it's also combined um yeah like the second round is so it's like i could spend a 10 minutes or five minutes drawing this really ornate thing and we could just get it and just get fucked you know yeah um although i feel like at that point you just would wouldn't draw those like you just wouldn't even try to well, i guess so you could though yeah it'd be funny if it worked yeah because at the same time the bigger it is the harder it's going to be to erase like yeah. if i just do a heart it's like, okay, that counts as a drawing, but to erase that, literally all I have to do is just be like, and it's like, gone. Yeah. Because it's just, as long as like, like half or more is like, present, you can like, you get the, you get the point, I guess. That's how that would work. Fiona suggested there being a referee, but I was like, look, babe, 
no one's gonna want to play just watch other people play this game mm-hmm. at least mm, that's definitely coming from my own perspective people yeah. would definitely watch this game be played but like it's i think it's fair to be like this goofy kind of game like you just like it's not gonna be that competitive if you think they got the point they got the point if not like hopefully they're chill about it you know yeah 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 it's like honor system a little bit exactly it's just really hard to test <laughs> but i think i'm just gonna like make up some rules and like tell them like because the thing is you have to jump through all these hoops to submit a game like it needs a logo and like a name and like all this descriptive like you know extra assets essentially to like talk about it for submission purposes uh so i just have to like do that i don't know if we're gonna get a chance to play test it but it's gonna be hard i guess maybe just are detailed about it they'll just be like hey i I guess they this works you know if they're telling us but in the fact we'll probably just end up changing it on the spot anyway that was a game that i came up with with fiona cool sounds like fun had any game ideas recently i did some the most i've done because i haven't had much time is do some animations for um characters and control a game that i am still working on when i have time there we go uh which has been fun nice nice um it's been pretty simple it's like pixel art like sprite sheets essentially okay okay it's easy because it's also low bits (laughs) yeah (laughs) any one piece can only take up so much time it's like 16 by 16 right so yeah, it can be really hard to make good stuff in that limited amount of space, though. Yeah, but, like, I, it's easier to accidentally make good stuff. That's true. Because there's less to work with, and I'm yeah. not a real artist. So That's I kind of just make a whole bunch of, like, attempts at things until one, for some reason, looks better than others. And then yeah. I go with that. Yeah, and no one, any, not any one attempt would take a particularly long amount of time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah yeah well that's cool i guess we can we can wrap this section early i think so i'm also in the throes of building my own computer which i tried to do yesterday and realized i didn't have a cpu cooler so Uh, fun fun point kids if you're trying to build your own computer and you get a intel i7 uh uh 8700k you uh, got a little stuffy there for a minute you gotta get uh you gotta get a cooler (laughs) it doesn't come with what i know some people say it it doesn't come with a cooler I'm gonna go hit the humidifier real quick. That's it for my little PC corner. Um, but once I get that baby up and running, it's gonna be dope. I'm sorry, just like the first. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'll save it for later. But I'm excited. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a little break, and we'll be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. Have you ever wanted to look like a Roman god? Have I got a product for you. It's called Lettuce Wrap. Wrap some lettuce around your head in a way that looks sort of like olive leaves, but not quite. It's a modern take on looking Roman as shit. We even offer you prosthetic noses to enlarge your nose to look more Julius Caesar-esque. Be Caesar. Have a Caesar salad for a crown and a large nose. Oh my god. Nick, have you tried the lettuce wrap? Yes, I have. It was... It actually it actually works. Like, yeah. no joke, no joke. You buy one of these things, and people just bow down to you in the streets. It's kind of, it's kind yeah. of uncomfortable. It's glorious. I, I wore one into a Whole Foods, and oh, I was nice. praised. It was, wow. you know, the combination of a vegetarian headset yeah. and a Roman... Uh, sort of mythological like 
stature. Aura, yeah. Yep. I get it. I get really it. Really got the uh, got the juices flowing for all those uh, Whole Foods employees. Nice. And you know what gets got our juices going last night? Mm-hmm. A little 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 video game called The Swords of Ditto, which was surprisingly surprisingly good. fun. Surpri- I- it was like. Better than I had expected it to be from the first sort of first fifteen minutes first of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, we talked. About, I think I talked about this a little bit on the last on the last cast because I played it with Fiona that one time. We played it for like an hour, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, playing it with someone else who was like trying to figure its its deal out was nice. It was a good way to like to, and like also not have to be worried about dying every three seconds because someone else had my back. Yeah, I'm sorry, Fiona. I love you, but that was rough. <laughs> Uh, it was it was fun, and it is. I forget what the context was, but you were like, "Yeah, we really messed that guy up. Like, we're so good at this children's game, or something <laughs> like that." Like that was surprisingly easy, probably because this is a children's game. Now. Yep, yep. It is. It, it is. To be fair, it has a decent depth of mechanics yeah. for like a children's game. Yeah, no. I wish. I wish I was like I don't know, thirteen or twelve. And like yeah. playing this again. Because I would get if if I were thirteen or twelve, I would really get into this game. Yeah, like that'd be yeah, fun as fun. yeah, absolutely. Um, and it had some depth to like combat, and you know, there, there's that one enemy that we realized, oh, you can roll through him and then like backstab yeah, and him then, essentially, like, like in the back. The the cube yeah. dudes, you got to push him off the edge. That's yeah, pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, those cube guys. Uh, it's also like it doesn't have like the most incredible game feel of all time but there are some weapons in that game that are pretty fun to use yeah I mean specifically the, that golf the club the fucking though. nine iron was incredible yeah. you can just smack literal exposed brains with eyes into walls and yeah. stun them and then just absolutely just, murder them yeah it's I mean, it feels pretty great to yeah. knock it, them around yeah. and stun them against walls. I really think there are more kind of like crowd control type weapons like that. Because yeah. like this sort of, I had at first it was just kind of annoying. Like, oh man, they're just like throwing a lot of like weak mobs at me. Like this is kind of just like a slog yeah. to get through. But then you get like a, a weapon that isn't the sword and you can just kind of like rip through them. It's really satisfying. Yeah. Or like even the disc that we got. Yep, the disc You get like a cool. vinyl record and you can chuck it like a boomerang that bounces off stuff. Brought me back to Titanesmanian Tiger days. Yeah. Oh, God. We'll have to do like a a rewind of Titanesmanian Tiger. I could talk about Titanesmanian Tiger for a whole entire episode (laughs) of this podcast. Yeah, we should do a one-off episode of Ty. I agree. Oh, just to replay those games. Um, So yeah, Swords of Ditto, surprisingly fun. Really cute. Super cute. It basically looks like you're playing a cartoon game. And, like, there are a lot of, like, anime. It's not just like a, oh, well, it looks like this, but, like, beyond the first kind of, like half hour of the game you've pretty much seen all of it you know Mm -hmm. but we constantly were finding like new enemies and like weird stuff and new animations and stuff like that it's cool a lot going on in there yeah way more than i expected absolutely uh okay so we've also been playing another really cute game called overcooked i know they just (laughs) announced overcooked 2 (laughs) recently so we're a little late to this game oh wow yeah id3 no less you can throw stuff in it so Uh yeah can you throw your teammates? I hope so. Yes, I also hope so. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be nuts. I just love the idea of being able to like throw like a cooked hamburger across the room. <laughs> <laughs> like onto a plate and into a customer's oh, mouth. Oh, epic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to see like pros play Overcooked. Oh, God. So Overcooked is like, 
it's like a game. You probably already know it if you're listening to this. But anyway, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna explain it to you because did I, we talk about it last week? Or? We, I don't think so. I don't have it written really? down in the show. Oh, I do have it written down in the show notes, but I don't know if that means we actually talked about it. Anyway, right. we, I've played more of it. The last level kind of sucks though. Oh yeah. Like it just the game has some rough edges. Like you can tell it was actually made by only like a few people. Uh-huh. It just got surprisingly popular. Uh, but the last level's not good, man. Like I'm sorry to break it to you. Basically, yeah. you get back on the spaghetti monster rooftop thing where you start. Yep. Yep. And you just have to spoilers for Overcooked, I guess. You have to serve every single thing that you've made before, mm-hmm. like one of each essentially. So it's like you have to make the mushroom soup, the onion soup, the tomato soup, fish and chips, just fish, just chips. Like you have to make tons of different stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like mostly just one of each, and then like new supplies get like dropped in as you're going, yep. which is a fun idea. Like I like like oh we have this kitchen with like everything in it right now, yep. but uh, there's no like indication of how close you are to like succeeding. It's just like there's a 10 minute timer and when the 10 minutes is up, maybe you completed enough stuff. But like there was like our ticket orders were still like at, like across the screen when we finished. So like I'm guessing we just weren't even close. Yeah. But we were humming along pretty well. So I don't know if like we just have to really get good or what. But there was no like status bar at the bottom or anything and be like, this is how full he is. Or like, this is how close you are to being done or anything. Huh. And then like if you don't do it, it just like goes back to the start of like the level and like the same cutscene. you have to like watch the whole cutscene again and like uh, it's just really bad yeah it's annoying yeah uh so that's the end of overcooked <laughs> i hope they don't pooch the second one's ending yeah oh well, i imagine given how popular the first one got hopefully they give the second one some love yeah i think they will i'm, I'm excited to see that game with like actual resources behind it mm-hmm. you know yeah it'll be fun it's interesting because it's like the first cooking game I can think of in yeah. the last long time that's been popular at this scale. Yeah, for sure. I know there's one that was like kind of an anime style game. Mm. I'm trying to remember what it was called. It's like Cooking Champions or something. Cooking cooking battle, battle cooking, cooking, <laughs> uh, the hash slinging. Slash uh, uh oh i you know type number one. typing cooking battle in uh, cooking battle anime into uh google is not gonna give you what you want oh it just isn't a battle chef brigade there it is i was um, close uh, i had battle i didn't have chef or brigade but you know what i mean yeah uh, one out of three I heard that game or that game was a good cooking game yeah um so what well, a game that we have both played that definitely hasn't been talked about because it came out in like 20 10 i want to say is a little game called burnout paradise ah yes that was fun jimmy gave me the controller in a car that he owned in in the game and was just like go 2008 oh my goodness came out 2008 10 years has passed wow it's really 10 years old yeah that game holds up ladies and gentlemen it's fun yeah it's a fun racing game i enjoy all the stunts and silly things you can do it's and bananas yeah the them holding the triggers and become like <laughs> just like it, a metal projectile it's essentially like the skate mode where you have to jump off your skateboard and like smash yourself up for points except it, you're a car and it's you're smashing up other cars yeah and god is it fun yeah it's so satisfying that game in general is just like has great game feel yeah and oh, man the level design is great because it's the same city and it's small enough like it exists at an interesting time i was talking to you nick about this before like how 
in terms of like open world games, the open world isn't very big. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of the fact that we have Fallout seventy six, yeah. which is like gonna be four times bigger than Five Witcher three, is just massive. And I feel like a lot of racing games have tried to go for that kind of scale. Like you can have, a, you can literally do a cross country road trip in this yeah. game, yeah. but the whole thing is just kind of empty. And yep. like, there's no, it's not like fun to really like drive yeah. around in. It's like fuel. Yeah. God, fuel is just boring, but it takes four hours to get across the map. Exactly. And there's nothing there. Uh, whereas Burnout Paradise is a small, a pretty small map, but it's so dense and like knotted and like just all these different like shortcuts and stuff in it. Yeah. To the point where you, and you, the races are pretty repetitive because they go to like race from here to there. Okay. Now race back to where you just came from essentially. Mm-hmm. But there's just so much going on that. I don't know. It's just always it's just always a good time, um, and you get to the point where you can basically memorize the map with relative ease, um, which means you just it just it just feels like you have mastery over the the, the game at that yeah. point, uh, which is super cool. Um, that I was saying could also just be my like forever game. You know, like if I needed mm-hmm. to just have only one game to play, you're stuck on a desert island. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, because it's just like it would it would get boring but like it would always be fun you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so that was cool what game i would bring i'd probably bring like i'd honestly probably bring a you know the a roguelike of some sort like really? uh yeah caves of cud maybe or oh. ivan or any of those sorts of games ivan ivan's a uh, another roguelike game hmm. I, I don't know anything about it no I should. I I don't know too much about it. I've played it once or twice. Okay. It's pretty fun, um, but it seems it's one. Th- those games seem like they have a lot of depth. So like, right. If I had to play a game for a long time, I'd either want it to be really fun, like Burnout Paradise, yeah. where I could always just sit down and play it, or yeah. like arcade games, you know. Yeah. Or I'd want it to be like, really, really have a lot of depth. Deep. Yeah. So I could entertain myself. Yeah, caves would be a good pick. Um... So we also have uh, a new segment this week that we're calling Nick's Dota Corner. Hello, because <laughs> Nick is also currently in the corner right now. I and am I'm in just corner. gonna I'm just gonna pass the mic. And I do play Dota. Here. Hello. Nick has uh, sixty seconds to uh, talk t- to you about uh, d- Dota, starting uh, yep. right now. All right, here we go. I'm gonna talk about uh, a game I had in a mode called Ability Draft in Dota, which is a really fun mode that you should play because it's ridiculous, and I've never had this experience in any other game. Uh, You get assigned a random hero, and you get to draft four abilities for that random hero that you're assigned, and then you just play a game of Dota with that crazy, insane hero that you just drafted. Uh, I had a game where I (laughs) drafted a character in which I gave him... uh, an ability that gives him mana back when he casts spells, an ability that heals him, uh, which costs mana, and another ability that puts a shield on him, which costs mana. And as a result, because those abilities aren't really supposed to have more mana, I was ridiculous, and it was super fun. Um, and yeah, it's it's a really good time. You can do stupid stuff in it, and uh, you should try it out, especially if you like Dota and haven't tried it. That was Nick's Dota Corner. Yee. I don't know if we'll do like a little intro outro thing for it, but that means more editing, so I probably won't do it. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, I think, 
uh, a pretty tight show. I can talk. Oh, I can talk about uh, Death of the Outsider. Oh yeah, is also a video game. I haven't I, really even heard you talk about that much. A game I tried so. to play. So Death of the Outsider is a immersive sim that is standalone DLC for uh, Dishonored Two, and everybody fucking loves this DLC. They're like, oh, Death of the Outsider, best standalone DLC I've ever really ever made. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> and like, okay, it's got a lot going for it. It is like shiny. It looks good. The UI is fun. It has a black woman as the protagonist, which honestly right. is a reason that everybody should just give ups to it because there are like you can literally count those the amount of, of black female protagonists in games like on two hands, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Maybe you only need one. Yeah, you might only need one to be yeah. honest. So that's that's great. And the the thing is like I think I'm a little less inclined to enjoy it because I'm just not a steampunk kind of person. Like the world that it's in isn't like necessarily one that I find particularly cool or yeah. interesting i guess uh-huh. and the world building in it i don't know if i'm just biased because i don't like the genre that much but it doesn't seem like there's actually that much stuff going on it seems like very okay. surface level yes yeah. and maybe i just you know haven't gotten into it enough and maybe it is like standalone dlc but it would benefit from having played the base game yep um like some of the tutorials felt like really really rushed yeah. Which I could understand if you had already played the first game, it wouldn't be fun to go through a whole set of tutorials for the same mechanics that you just yep. got familiar yep. with. Uh, that said, even the sort of diegetic tutorialization that is still fun for experienced players wasn't really there. I and, see. And by that I mean, like, in terms of rolling out combat and, like, you know, scenarios with, like, active guards, mm-hmm. uh, the first time you encounter one, they're like, way across this big open area with their back to you and that's it you just like you know so this is the part where you just like walk up to them and kill them from behind yeah super easy yeah or or lock or like stun them and like choke them out yeah um i do appreciate this game it offers you like non-violent alternatives across the board for the most part um which is is great but like so you also have this little like wrist rocket thing where you can like shoot knives out of essentially or you Mm -hmm. can shoot like taser bolts for the better part and you find them with equal frequency but yeah. if I've gone through all my taser bolts and I need projectiles, I'm sorry, I'm going to use the knives. <laughs> Which happens more. Or I forget to switch them back. Uh, or like I accidentally equip them and I've like tried to beat this whole level without killing anybody. And yeah. then I just like, I just accidentally just decapitate someone. And I'm like, oh, jeez, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, no. oh, God, I thought it was the other button. <laughs> Uh, which happens a lot because I just panic sometimes. I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh. And then I like start pressing random buttons and like it does the thing where like it locks into certain like killing animations mm-hmm. and stuff. And so it just kind of like takes power away from you. And now you're just stabbing this man in the throat a couple times. <laughs> uh, it's really scary sometimes when I do it by accident. I'm like, oh, 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 oh no. Oh no, what am I doing? It's like I've lost control over myself. <laughs> um, but then the second encounter, so the first encounter is to, like walk up behind this guy and like take him out. The next time, there are, like, two guards facing each other, basically in a, in a hallway where you can't not get seen by them. I mean, you can, like, drop down and take one out, but he's, like, facing the other guy. So, like, I guess you could wait for the other guy to walk away and then take the first guy out and then sneak up behind the other guy and, like, mess, up, mess him up or something. But, like, I would have preferred just one open combat, like, one enemy in open combat, and then give me the option to like choose if I want to do stealth or not. Yeah. You know, because the first one was obviously forecasting you're going to have to be sneaky in this game. If the second one was like, but you can also just, you know, murder people in open combat uh, and like force that on you, that'd be nice. Because then it could just drop the open combat tutorial tutorial on me. Because instead it drops like, 
the jump from above tutorial, the open combat tutorial, the countering, the this, that, like just dumped a bunch of stuff on you mm -hmm. and didn't like, and facing two against two people at once, it's just really difficult to get a, a handle on it, you know? Mm -hmm. I guess it is interesting from like a new, new player's perspective, yeah. standalone DLC, specifically because like, remember what was the last standalone DLC I thought was really good? That I remember, I guess like Blood Dragon was really, really good. That was standalone, wasn't it? Oh, for Far Cry 3? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Blood Dragon was really, really fun. And I feel like that one didn't... But that game's you know. different. I feel like, like yeah. it's a first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, I don't know. Does, does that just mean that Far Cry, I guess, since it was basically Far Cry, but it was in this weird, crazy, you know, yeah. um, environment, does that just mean it lends itself better to not being too tutorialized? Or... Yeah, I think so. Because like until I would you get agree into the specifics, when I think about it. Because it's like, yes, it's a Far Cry game, and there are like nuances about them. It's also a first-person shooter, and we all know what those are like. To the point where like we know the base, like it's gonna be first-person. You're gonna have a reticle. There'll be a gun. These, this is, there are like this is the button you use to shoot. Like it's it's gonna be the trigger button, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's the main thing you do in the game. So if you only know how to like look, walk around, and shoot, you can you can get through. Yeah, because that's all the game really asks you to do. Like specific nuances, like okay, what like are there power ups or like abilities or special weapons and yep. stuff like that. That you know comes with time, really. But that's not that hard to explain to people. It's just like oh, we'll press triangle and you shoot a rocket instead of a bullet. Yeah, you know. Whereas in Death of the Outsider, it's like all right, so like you can sneak up on someone and uh, you can drop down on them, but you have to do it at just this exact point in time. And you can also press this button instead to just like knock them out with like the hilt of your thing when you fall on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, it's, we're giving you just, like, one chance to do it, and if you just fuck up and land on the guy, now he's gonna, like, want to try and kill you, and since he's angry, the other guy in the area is also angry, so now you're just fighting two guys when you're really just trying to sneak up on one, mm -hmm. and you just started playing this game, and it's just, I don't know, it was just a little too much. I think I have a better handle on it now. Yeah. But the game, like, as much as it tries to do, like, the, oh, you can, like, be all-out action or all-out stealth or whatever, it really wants you to be stealthy. Because it's so hard otherwise yeah. to just, like, fight, like, five people at once. Yeah. I see that that ends up being a problem, I feel like, in a lot of stealth games. Like, I know the Hitman games, you can, like, go Rambo every now and then. Uh -huh. But, like, at least in the earlier ones, if you try going Rambo, like, you'll just get overwhelmed by, like, yeah. a bunch of people. And, like, maybe I could be, if I was better at the game, I could be, like, I could chain together combos and, like, actually succeed successfully, like get through a sort of like onslaught of enemies all at mm. once maybe um but i also just don't have the patience for like stealth games man mm. like to the point where like okay you can try and just fight all through all these dudes but you're probably gonna die and we're gonna reset you pretty far back so you should really just try and sneak through them but then if you get caught while you're trying to sneak because you didn't notice one or you fucked up your like jump or whatever you're gonna basically just have to do this whole thing over again. it's just like i don't have like that much time to play games and i just don't have the patience for those because as soon Fair. as you like yeah. for me it's always been this way with stealth games where i'll play the level once and like really try and try yeah. to be like oh i'm being so stealthy look at me go like, I'm, like, I'm sneaking i'm sneaking i'm sneaking and then i'll mess it up or something will happen or the game will do something that i wasn't expecting it to do and i'll get caught and then i'll die and i'll be like i don't have the patience to do that whole thing again the whole like sneaking around thing and so then i get eventually like i'll try to do it again maybe but i'll get whittled down my patience just like dwindles and I'm just like, okay, well, what would happen if I did just, like, run at this and, like, just try and force my way through? Yeah. And you know what? That often works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not fun. 
It's not yeah. nearly as satisfying as if you had just done it properly the first time. Or even the second time, you know? Yeah. Like, doing it, making one small mistake, realizing it, tweaking your plan, going through it the second or thir even third time, as long as, like, the mistakes are like, oh, okay, well, now I know there's a guy there, so I'm going to do this when I get to that point. And just continuing along would be really nice, but... Alas, maybe if I have patience, like also my PS4 is basically broken at this point. So playing anything on that console for me involves like at least like 20 minutes of just turning it off, turning it back on until it'll yeah. actually do anything. So that's also not too exciting of a prospect when I sit down after work yeah, to, to like play games. play games. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I, I have purchased uh, Night in the Woods that's on deck, I think. Um, right. I almost got Hollow Knight, because it sounds really fun, but it also sounds really hard, and I'm kind of in the mood for like a soft boy story kid game. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna play Night right. in the Woods instead. <laughs> so, uh, you know, maybe once I get through all these like older games I haven't played, I'll actually play something new that would be interesting for people to listen to. But yeah. until then, uh, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed yeah. this episode. Uh, we'll try to get these out weekly now that we have yeah. something more of a schedule going for us if you if you like us do do a do a share or a whatever whatever yeah. whichever do a share you know, please do, please just blast share yeah yeah you don't even have the rooftops. you don't even have to say anything about it just like put it out just like just like squeak this one out and let people think maybe you did it by accident so yeah. but like they'll still see it which we which would be super cool yeah, yeah. Uh, also if you have any questions for us email us at make play radio and this is the part of the show where i forget that we have an email address in the first place because even i don't remember about it oh yeah um, i forgot about it as and well. uh, i i check the email real quick while i tell people to go email us at makeplayradio at gmail.com because uh you know it'd be fun if someone asked us like hey do you like uh sonic or mario and we could be like nope no emails okay anyway yeah we we give funny answers because yeah. uh we're funny but obviously not can yeah. ask whatever you could just tell us to go fuck ourselves if you know you really want to oh that would be that would be content for like at least two yeah. episodes we'll, we'll still we'll give you the time of day we have no standards yeah again okay. this is the this is the best deal you'll ever get in terms of having questions right on the show if you email us literally anything we will read it on the show yeah. so you have that the letter w to. just yeah. alone in the subject yeah. line it's gonna get it's gonna get a reply yeah the only person who's emailed us is andy from google yeah. So I mean, Andy's boring. Yeah. You, anything you say will be better than Andy, what Andy has told I'm us. Andy, I'm pretty so sure far. it's just a robot. Yeah, dude. Not to be mean to robots, they're great, but like someone's gonna have to tell his wife. Yeah, exactly. I mean, his name is Andy, like Android. Yep. They was called a little too on the nose, even for me. Yeah, yeah. At least it's spelled A N D Y. That's how they spelled it in in um do Android's dream of electric sheep. They were called Andy. Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With that bit of nerd news. Uh, we're going to leave you, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Love you. Bye.